the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. And bring your brooms because it's a mess. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going green on you. No, just kidding. Just kidding. But it'll sound like we're going green, right? It'll sound like it because words, right? I love words. So many people throw around words all the time that they have absolutely no idea of the definition. This is why if you've listened to the show for any length of time, you've heard me quote uh, one of my favorite pastors, uh, J. Vernon McGee, and he says, we're all speaking the same language, but we're using different dictionaries. <laughs> and so uh, it's stunning to me to, to listen to people debate and argue and use the same word, but have totally different meanings for it. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to remind um, us, all of us, because this is a reminder to me, too, of the importance of our environment. Now, when you hear environment, because you've been programmed, you think I'm talking about save the planet, save the trees. Uh, I'm not talking about that. Wrong. Please hear me. If you know me, you know I'm a, I, I'm a man of God first and foremost. And I believe we are called to be good stewards. If I come to your house and stay at your house, I'm going to treat your house better than my house because it's yours. Uh, and I'm going to uh, honor that and respect that. This is God's planet. And God gave it to us. We're to have dominion over it. But it's God's. It's his creation. So I'm going to honor that. However, please hear this. I am not saving the planet. Read uh, Revelation 19 or Revelation 20, somewhere in there. God's going to melt this puppy. He's going to melt it. When the new Jerusalem comes down, this thing's going to melt. Read your Bible. You know what holds uh, neurons and protons and uh, it holds everything together? It's Christ. It's Jesus Christ. So nothing's going to make Christ let go of the parts until Christ is ready to let go of the parts. So I'm not into saving the planet. Who are we going to save her from? God? I am How into good you? being yeah, a good steward. I am going to be a good steward. But when I'm talking about environment, I'm talking about something different. I'm talking about the norms, acceptable behavior, common ways of thinking and doing things, and they dictate everything. Matter of fact, the study of epigenetics teaches us that we are technically, every human being, a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. 
And as leaders, as difference makers, we must be aware of our environment so we can be safe, right? If you ever come to an accident site, right, the, the ABCs, right, you always first got to be aware of your environment. If you see someone laying in the street in a pool of water and there's a, a power line down, you don't run up to that guy and shake him. You okay? You okay? <laughs> because you weren't aware of your environment. Remember, I talk all the time about multiple intelligences, multiple intelligences. Dr. Howard Gardner at Harvard University came up with 10 different ways we are intelligent. And one of the innate intellects is called the naturalist. And the gift of the naturalist um, uh, innate intelligence is that we're aware of our environment. Now, Dr. Gardner tied it into trees and plants and animals But I believe with my study that's really about the environment that you're in, whether that be a classroom setting, a church setting, a corporate setting, that you're aware of your environment. And when you're aware of your environment, you can be more effective, you can be safe, you can control the outcomes. And so today we want to talk about what are those environments. Remember in the the fingerprinting, remember I can capture your fingerprints and give you a 37-page printout of your brain. Yep, Uh, because the 13th to 21st weeks when we're in utero, uh, your fingerprints come in at the same exact time the lobes of your brain come in. Wow! And so I believe that the corresponding finger to the corresponding lobe of the brain, that print on that finger is identical. It's a photocopy of the neural pathways in that lobe of the brain. And there are four fingerprint styles. Some people tell you there's 140 of them, there's 12 of them. No, there's four. You have loops, you have whorls, you have arcs, and then you have a composite. uh, I've heard them called accidental composites, just a hodgepodge, you know, the, the exception to the rule. Why does this matter? Because the most common of all fingerprints are loops. Why does that matter to you? 66%, about two out of three people, uh, are, have loops on their fingerprints. Why does that matter? Because the greatest trait of the loop is they are effective. Now, that's with an A, not with an E. Right? You know the difference between effective and affected, right? So in other words, those people with loops are basically victim of their environment. They're controlled by their environment. Those of us with lots of worlds, I have eight out of 10 fingerprints that are worlds. I'm self-driven, I'm self-cognitive, much different. So once I have a belief system, I don't care what my environment is, I'm gonna stick with that belief. See, we gotta understand the power of our environment. One of the greatest is our beliefs. I remember there was a man who believed he was a corpse. He wouldn't eat, he wouldn't work. All he would do was sit around all the time claiming he was a corpse. So he goes to see this psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist does everything he can think of to convince this guy he's not a corpse. They have many arguments back and forth, and finally, the psychiatrist comes up with a solution. He asks the man a simple question. So do corpses bleed? The man stopped for a moment, thought about it, pondered it, and shakes his head while answering no. No, all the body functions have stopped if someone's dead, so no, there, there would be no bleeding. So the psychiatrist gets the sheepish grin on his face. He is, he is a proud psychiatrist, and, and he knows he has this guy logically now. So the psychiatrist says, okay, let's do an experiment. I'm going to take a needle. I'm going to prick your finger, and let's see if you bleed. Since the patient is a corpse, there's nothing much he can do about it, right? So the psychiatrist sticks him with a needle, and the man starts to bleed. The patient's stunned. He just stares at his finger. He looks like that lost puppy, you know. He looked in shock. 
And with that, he says, quote, I'll be damned. Courses do believe. Illogical. That's, a, that's a, a, illogical, right? The point is this, that when you have a belief, even environmental and behavioral evidence won't change it to become a belief uh, into itself. It won't make it reality. See, you have a belief in place of knowledge about reality. See, we don't only we don't respond to reality; we respond to our beliefs about reality. That's the difference. And until you get that, people are responding in things that they think are truthful. Now, whether they are or not doesn't matter. What matters is what that person believes. And so, you, you, this is the key thing. And some of you have a hard time with that one connection. Beliefs are about things nobody can know in reality. If someone has a terminal illness, he or she doesn't know if he or she is going to get well, right? They don't know exactly when they're going to die. You don't know what your ex-wife is going to do after you get divorced, right? I mean, mean, look at God. Look at the God question, right? Some would argue that there isn't any way of definitively proving in one way or another the existence of a God. So it's a matter of belief and interpretation of certain facts or what people would call certain facts, and based on that, they believe certain other things, and those beliefs cause them to do or not do certain things. And I'm going to tell you right now, you've heard me say this over and over and over, that the greatest environment that we have is in between the stimulus and the response. See, no matter who you share your bed with, we all have to sleep with ourselves. And why do you think we self-medicate so much? Why do you think we can't be alone in our bed? We have to share our bed with somebody. Why do you think we need that pill to put us to sleep and that pill to wake us up? Why do you think we need those couple shots at night to put us to sleep, that shot in the morning to get us awake? Because we don't like the company we keep in the quietness of our own minds. And that's why we got to examine ourselves. We got to take an inventory. We've got to check our Hall of Fame beliefs. We got to know what we believe. What are some of the beliefs that you once held on to that have changed, right? Think about America. Man, a lot of things we used to believe, we no longer believe. And today I want to go through the different environments. Because as we mature in life, we have different environments. As a kid, our environment is much different. And then we get into school, and the environment changes. And then we get into college, and the environment changes. And then we get a job, and the environment changes. And then we get, see? Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
How would you like to learn to be a better photographer for half the regular price? We've partnered with Twin Cities award-winning photographer Wayne Moran for a special half-price lesson offer. Wayne will teach you all you need to know to take better images. Regular price for this five-lesson package is $500, now just $250. Only five of these special offers from Wayne Moran are available. So call the radio station now at 651-289-4413. That's 651-289-4413. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. And I'm here to tell you, it's the environment. And it says dot, dot, dot. That's an ellipse if you read our little intro on Facebook. And please like us on Facebook. I appreciate it. Go to Facebook.com. Uh, it's uh, Like It Matters Radio. Probably L-I-M Radio. Uh, and like us. Spread us. Share us. I mean, uh, we're in a battle, people. you got to realize that. We're in a battle. And part of my job is to convince you. Number one, that there is a battle, a war going on. And number two, to convince you that you have value and you're here for a time such as this. And number three, you have a purpose. You have a purpose. You're to play big. You're to show up. You're to be a difference maker. That's the key. You know, it, it's like selling. You know, I talk about this all the time in my leadership training. You know, selling, the, the greatest people in the world, I should say the most um, highly paid people in the world are salesmen. But I'm going to suggest some of the happiest people in the world are salesmen. Now, what you're thinking is you're thinking of a job, right? You're thinking of whoever works for uh, uh, Freedom 1570, like Gary, and going out and selling spots. I'm not talking about that, although you can make a good money being a great salesman as well. See, selling is nothing more than gaining agreement with somebody. That's what selling is. And I teach gaining agreement skills. So when people come out of my training, naturally, they are better salespeople. They have greater enthusiasm. They have greater eye contact. They're able to establish rapport. They're able to control the conversation. They're able to speak with clarity and conviction. And so naturally, they become a better salesman. But selling is agreement gaining. And the people who master their agreement and gaining skills go the furthest in their life and their career. I mean, the best teachers are those teachers that have the ability to gain agreement with their students on the rules of the classroom, on the respect level, on homework and how that all works, right? The, the best uh, leaders, managers, are those leaders and managers that have the ability to gain agreement with someone, uh, to a group of people, right? 
on a timely service, a timely product, a mission, a customer service, right? We're talking about agree- agreement-gaining skills. Um, parents, the best parents are those that have the ability to gain agreement with their children on the rules of the household, on chores and patterns. Uh, and really the most important responsibility of that parent outside of the safety of that child, I'm going to tell you right now, is to help them figure out the God question. The God question. Because this life is short, at the most 120 years, but eternity is a long, long time. And so selling is nothing more than gaining agreement for someone. Gaining agreement from someone to buy your product, your service, your hand in marriage, your belief in God, whatever it is you're selling. People wonder why I bring so many people to Christ. I'm blessed that God used me because God's the only true soul winner. We're just supposed to open our mouth, share the gospel, and then we activate people that God had already chosen. Sometimes we water, sometimes we prune, sometimes we harvest, sometimes we plant. But if you go to, I think it's uh, 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians chapter 3, you know, who is Paul? Who is Barnabas? You know, Barnabas might plant, Paul might water, but it's God who does all the increase. God's the one doing it. And so our, yeah, our job is to just be aware. And what you've got to do to be aware is you've got to get in the game. And so part of my job, I'm just telling you right now, I do this in class, I do this with those I coach, I'm doing this on the radio, is I'm selling you that there's a crisis out there. And I'm selling you that God had sent a solution. You know that song by, I think, Michael W. Smith, where he gets mad at God, you know, where he says, God, why are you letting me, why aren't you doing anything for these starving people? Why aren't you doing anything for a country like America is moving away from God? Why aren't you doing anything? And remember the chorus line? What do you mean? I sent you. I sent you. I am doing something. I sent you, listener, to speak up. I sent you, listener, to stand up. I sent you, listener, to speak truth to the lies that the cancel culture and the progressives are pushing out there. So there are really three steps in the selling process. Number one, uncover a want or need. Number two, Show how your product or service will fill that want or need. And number three, close the deal. Remember, keep it simple, soldier. Keep it simple, soldier. The enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. I love the poem called The Invitation by Oriah, Mountain Dreamer. It says, it doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for. And if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you'll risk looking like a fool for love, for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. It doesn't interest me what planets are squaring your moon. I want to know if you have touched the center of your own sorrow, if you've been opened by life's betrayals or have become shriveled and closed from fear of further pain. I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine or your own, without moving to hide it or fade it or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine or your own, if you can dance with wildness and let the ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes without cautioning us to be careful, to be realistic, to remember the limitations of being human. It does not interest me if the story you are telling me is true. I want to know 
if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself, if you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul, if you can be faithless and therefore trustworthy. I want to know if you can see beauty even when it's not pretty every day. And if you can source from your own life its presence. I want to know if you can live with failure, yours and mine, and still stand at the edge of the lake and shout to the silver of the full moon, yes! It doesn't interest me to know where you live or how much money you have. I want to know if you can get up after a night of grief and despair, weary and bruised to the bone, and do what needs to be done to feed and care for those children. It doesn't interest me who you know or how you came to be here. I want to know if you will stand in the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me where or what or with whom you have studied. I want to know what sustains you from the inside when all else falls away. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in those empty moments. See, what I love so much about that poem is that is about the ultimate environment. The environment of our head and our heart. And boy, I was at 24-Hour Fitness this morning. Yeah, I did it. I've been going good on my diet. I was at the gym this morning. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and boy, if you're not aware of the culture of fear that we are living in, look around. You know the environment in America is fear. It was important. Because remember, University of Washington did a study that says angry people vote better. Why do you think uh, every two years the Democratic Party has to make you fear the Republican Party so that you'll stand in line for 12 hours to get rid of those evil, white, racist, Christian, Bible-thumping people, right? Yeah, right? The greatest threat to America today is not pornography, it's not fentanyl, it's not open borders, it's not Russia, China, nuclear weapons. It's those white, born-again Christians. That's the biggest threat. That's what he thinks. See, that's why I do this show. You know, we got a lot of people at the gym. There's a lot of people this morning at the gym. Boy, people getting real strong, pumping weights, right? Lifting weights. But can I suggest... That we don't need stronger people. We need men and women of courage. People willing to stand up, to speak up, to speak the law and truth to these lies. I mean, right now, their work and the Democrats need to make America believe that the worst thing that ever happened to, to, to America was January 6th. We, this country was formed in rebelliousness. This country was formed where we chose to take on the leading power of the world. This country was formed in the American Revolution. This country was formed by people taking up arms. This is the basis of this country. And now when people stand up to something that was illegal, inappropriate, now we're the threat to democracy. See, we got to speak up, but it's going to take courage. Forget the strength. You won't get this at 24-hour fitness. See, it takes strength to be firm, but it takes courage to be gentle. It takes strength to conquer, but it takes courage to surrender. It takes strength to be certain, but it takes courage to have doubt. It takes strength to fit in, but it takes courage to stand out. It takes strength to feel a friend's pain. It takes courage to feel 
and process your own pain. It takes strength to endure abuse, but it takes courage to stop it. It takes strength to stand alone, but it takes courage to lean on another. It takes courage to lean. I'm sorry. It takes strength to stand alone. It takes courage to lean on another. It takes strength to love. It takes courage to be loved. It takes strength to survive. It takes courage to live. And ladies and gentlemen, by definition, you couldn't have courage without the presence of fear. We live in a fear-based world. And let's be honest, Joe Biden's running mate was fear. Whether you like him or not, forget that. Move beyond the, the feelings part of this. Some of you are so wrapped up in your feelings, and we're going to talk about feelings in the next segment, because you're not what you feel. But we live in a fear-based economy, a fear-based America. It was fear that got Joe Biden elected. It was fear that caused millions of uh, ballots to have to be mailed in. It was fear uh, that caused people to do what they did to send in ballots that weren't theirs to get Joe Biden elected. It took fear. And what I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to take courage to move beyond that fear. And it doesn't feel good all the time. So I'm Black. Today we're talking about the environment. And we'll be right back. You know what it's like to fall in the mud and get kicked in the head by an iron boot? Of course you don't. No one does. That never happens. Sorry, Ted. It's a dumb question. Skip that. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Was your home impacted by the recent hail and windstorms that hit the metro this week? Hoffman Weber Construction can provide a free damage inspection for you. Hoffman Weber is rated Minnesota's best roofing contractor by the Star Tribune and has over 15 years of local storm damage experience. Many of their customers say their home or HOA is better than before the damage. To book your free inspection today, contact your local storm damage pros. Hoffman Weber Construction. Go to hwconstruction.com. That's hwconstruction.com. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? 
At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. I've never felt more strongly that America's best days and democracy's best days lie ahead. We're a powerful force for good. With faith and courage, we can perform great deeds and take freedom's next step. I do not want to believe that. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And you are under construction. We're working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. In the corporate world, you know what we call that? We call that lean manufacturing. We call that Six Sigma. We call that Lean Sigma. All goes back to Dr. Deming's work of canine, constant and never-ending improvement. And in the training world, we call that Like It Matters. Our two-and-a-half-day intensives, which I'm celebrating 30 years this year of doing this training. I think over 15,000 people I've walked intimately with. Uh, man, if you want to know why I've done what I've done for 30 years, go to likeitmatters.net. I can teach you how you work so you can work better. I could help you uh, clarify what's going on in your head and resuscitate that closed-off heart. Go to likeitmatters.net. Uh, our January class is already full. Uh, we're going to be in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, Vegas. We're in Dallas next week, and we only allow 12 to 16 people in the class. They're very small. So that's closed. I'm getting ready to close the March 3rd through 5th class, which is also in Dallas. I think we've got 11 or 12. Uh, so if you want to get in there, now's the time. I have a February 3rd class in Boise, Idaho. Uh, just putting that together. Beautiful place to take the class. And then a February 17th class in Las Vegas, Nevada. Also, we do a bi-weekly uh, um, podcast. This is not podcast. This is my daily radio show. If you want Wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Living Life Like It Matters. A great podcast today called Whose List Are You On? Just a great podcast. Please share it, download it, send it to other people. We just got a notice that we're in the top 10% of all podcasts, uh, and I'm not doing all the social media stuff. You know, I, don't, I, I need some help promoting. So if you can help promote us so we can change this world one mind, one heart at a time, please reach out to me at Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, at Like It Matters Radio.com. It's the environment, stupid. That's what today's radio show, it's the environment dot, dot, dot. Because some of you that don't know me might think I'm actually calling you stupid. You know what I'm doing, right? I'm paraphrasing a campaign slogan of Bill Clinton. Remember his campaign manager told him, remember, don't get off track. It's the economy, stupid. Stay on the economy. And as long as you stay on the economy, you're going to get reelected. It's the economy, stupid. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's the environment, stupid. Every Our environment. Dr. Alfred Adler says by the time a child is five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. 
And think of as a child, our family of origin, more people have more problems associated with their childhood than anything else I've come across. Now, we have traumas, we have PTSD, we have things happen to us, don't get me wrong. But I'm telling you right now, majority of problems that I deal with for 30 years with successful people and unsuccessful people can really go back to family of origin issues, programming, conditioning. Remember, we have to survive our childhood. We have no control. So we've got to create a belief system that allows us to survive, to get out of that household alive. Uh, and a lot of times it takes 40, 50, 60 years to clean up that mess from that little 16 years of life under someone else's control. And then we go to school, right? We're indoctrinated by school. Kids uh, go up. My, my son, Benaya, they leave the house at 7 o'clock in the morning, take him to school. Uh, they pick him up at 3.30. So majority of his waking hours is spent at school, and those schools can indoctrinate, right? Uh, and think about that. Universities. Then they go from school to universities, and the liberals, uh, the Marxists, have controlled the universities for about three, four decades. Why? Because they knew this truth. The philosophy in a classroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. And if you care to know, you'll Google it and find it out. See what the Chinese connection is to all these big universities. Billions of dollars, and they control these big universities, our enemy. But no one's talking about it, just like they control the supply line. No one's talking about it, just like they control like 90% of our base needs for all pharmaceutical-grade products. But no one's talking about that. Why? Because we got a Democrat in office. And the, the media is part of the Democratic Party, so they cover for him. Just they covered for Hunter Biden's laptop and Hunt covered for his dealing with China and all the millions of dollars he's made under the table from China. But no one cares about that because it's state-run media. And then we go from once we got a university, then we get into the corporate world. And now work equals woke, right? Look at all these big companies that are all woke. And now they're crying out to the DOJ to help us from all these smash and grabs. Help us from all the woke philosophies and concepts that are allowing us to get robbed hand over heel daily. Now will you please help us? No, it's your beliefs, uh, the lies that you're telling with the woke philosophy that are causing this. And so we get in these little cancel culture. We get in them, but all all comes down to beliefs and the biggest environment that we live in is our country because you listen to programming 24 7 some of you don't turn off cnn don't turn off msnbc you listen to it over and over and over and so you get emotionally worked up and angry and bitter and things that aren't true so i want you to see what i'm talking about i just pulled up six article one two three four five six uh, actually, seven. Seven articles that will just show you what is going on. And if you're not aware, remember, my job is to be like uh, what happened on The Wizard of Oz. Remember the very end of The Wizard of Oz? Uh, you know, uh, she finally gets to Oz. She's with the scarecrow and the lion and all that. They made it through the terrible forest and they made it through the flying monkeys and they made it through all the scary stuff and there they are they finally came to their promised land they're finally going to get everything they want because they're going to be standing in front of the mighty powerful oz and there they are in front of the screen and there's flame blow coming and all this stuff and you hear this booming voice talking to you and all of a sudden toto disappears right toto disappears and then you hear this barking and then you hear this powerful voice say pay no attention to the man right john i don't know if you got that clip john but pay you know no what i'm talking about to that man behind the curtain. yeah right we all know that that's what john and i want to do 
We want to pull back the curtain. Now, you might be in agreement with everything going on. That's fine. Okay, that's, that's, you're going to stand before God on your own, and I'm going to stand before God on my own. But you got to realize what's going on, because right now you might agree with it, but what happens in a year now when other people are in office, and now you don't agree with them, and now you're censored, Oops. and now you're shut up, and now you're putting red. Remember the old saying, uh, they, they came uh, for the Jews, and I wasn't a Jew, so I didn't say anything. They came from the, uh, the workers, I wasn't a worker, so I didn't say anything. And then they came for me, and there was no one left to help me. Well, I think we're living that. I think we're living that. So let me show you the six articles and tell you the environment that the media is creating because it's programming. It's all programming. Again, uh, Joseph Goebbels tells you with enough repetition, he can make any group of people believe a square is a circle. Uh, It's programming. It's unconsciousness. Selling is uh, psychological. Manipulation is psychological. We only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. We we are unconscious creatures. And if you understand the rules of the unconscious brain, you can manipulate people. You can control them. It's been going on for decades since the beginning of time. Why do you think Lucifer is called the great deceiver, the father of lies? Right? Because he is the father of all. He says, beware of the wiles of the enemy. And you know that word wiles because wily coyote, right? So here's this, Dr. Malone. Dr. Malone is being banned from YouTube, from everything else. You know why? Because Dr. Malone is the one that created the actual foundation for the mRNA technology. He created the platform. He is a pro-vaccine person. And he is telling people this shot, this jab is not good. It's not good, and keep it out of children. You're going to be killing children. Stop it. And, be, and he's a doctor for 50 years. He created the mRNA stuff, but he is banned. You know why? Because he is not spouting the corporate message. He is not keeping the narrative that Biden and the state-run media want. You know, this isn't political. This is factual. Wake up. Whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it, you might agree with it, but I'm just telling you this is what's going on. And so he's talking about what we're doing to kids. I mean, think about this. Our kids are being destroyed. Our kids are having so many psychological problems. And now in Chicago, even though this distance learning is destroying our kids, it's hurting our growth. It's doing so much damage psychologically, emotionally. Uh, everybody just cares about themselves. What's in it for me? I want to make sure that I, I don't get COVID. There's $120 billion. $120 billion in that infrastructure package for schools. But the unions didn't get enough. That's not enough for the unions. They want more. They are playing games with our kids, and no one seems to care because they control the Democratic Party. How about this one? Did you hear what was going on in Virginia, right, with the ICI-95 crisis? You realize Glenn, it's Glenn Youngkin's fault, the guy who got elected in November? The problem is he doesn't take office for two more weeks. What? We're hearing the media and everybody else is blaming a guy who's not even in office, not the Democrat who's in office, but they're re- blaming the Republican who's yet to take office. But it's all about rep- hate Republicans. You don't believe me? Political guest, writer, argues. This is another article. U.S. Constitution is the enemy of democracy. Corey Robin wrote, democracy is the enemy of the Constitution. And can you believe that? Political guest writer argued on Wednesday that the Republican Party, as well as the U.S. Constitution, are threatening to democracy. I wonder how many times the German people were told that the Jews were a threat to their country. How many times they were told that the Jews were at fault for everything? Man, I, I know no one wants to hear it, but we are setting up what the Germans did. But the difference is now, it's not Jews, it's white 
Christians. It's stunning. Stunning. And how about this? Mike Rowe, on record, 4.5 million people quitting their jobs. 4.5 million people in this month's labor report walked away from work. And then it shows there are 11 million job openings in October. Do you see what's happening in the environment? Is it illogical? It doesn't make sense. We can't sustain ourselves. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to speak up. we got to stand up. If not you, then who? And if not now, then when? And we got to understand the power of our environment. I'm Black. We'll be back. It's sad that governments are achieved by the double tongues. Contemplate this on the tree of woe. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the T-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so... I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. 
This is serious stuff. We believe you're messing up America. You could pay attention for a couple of minutes. It's not getting better, it's deepening. You clumsy poop! <laughs> oh, somebody I watch on TV resembles that remark. I am black. You are back to being under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. A son and his father were walking on the mountains. Suddenly his son falls, hurts himself, and screams out, Ah! Ouch. To his, to his surprise, he hears the voice repeating somewhere in the mountain, Ah! Curious, he yells, Who are you? He receives the answer, Who are you? Angered at the response, he screams, You coward! He receives back an answer, You coward! He looks to his father and asks, Dad, what's going on? The father smiles and says, My son, pay attention. And then he screams to the mountain, I admire you. And the voice answers back, I admire you. Again, the man screams, You are a champion. The voice answers, You are a champion. The boy is surprised, but does not understand. Then the father explains, People call this echo. But really, this is life. It gives you back everything you say or do. By the time a child is six years old, five years old, a majority of their belief systems in place, their map of reality. And remember, our beliefs are basically a series of if A, then Bs. If A, then B. That's what a belief system is. If I open my mouth and say the wrong thing, I'm going to get punched. If I don't let him touch me in the certain places, he won't love me. If Don't you hear? Those are called belief systems. If I get up and give a speech, you're going to realize uh, that I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm a fraud. Those are belief systems. And those belief systems dictate everything we do or do not do. You got to get this. And so why does this matter? Because our belief systems are built upon our experience, repetition, seeing and experiencing the same things over and over and over and over and over and over. They become patterns. We just assume. And what happens in psychology is a lot of times what we're doing to other people, we think that other people are doing to us. See, the biggest problem today outside of our movement away from God is that we are allowing the enemy and I think it's the spirit of the Antichrist, to divide us, to divide us. And again, Marxists used to do it on class, you know, rich and poor, and they've done that in this country for decades, worked a little bit. But now they realize the most powerful one, uh, because black people are so wrapped up into what happened 200 years ago, because they've been conditioned by the Democratic Party to live 200 years ago, uh, is racism. Melanated uh, and. Yeah, the melanated people. Yeah, the white people. So this was stunning. I've never liked Andy Stanley. I love uh, Charles Stanley. Uh, man, I think Charles Stanley, good man. He's made mistakes and he got divorced. I'm sure Andy Stanley's acted out because his dad wasn't perfect. Charles Oops. wasn't perfect and made some mistakes. Yeah. But I cannot believe this. Charles Stanley in a sermon, standing in his pulpit, the leader of that church, Says, I guess I assume people had already gone through Andy. Oh, sorry. Facts aren't fair, but facts don't care. He said, here's an uncomfortable fact. White people fear black men. That's not fair, but it's true. What an insult. It's called projection. See, if you're stealing from other people, then you're worried about people stealing from you. If you're cheating on your spouse, 
then you're worried about your child's spouse cheating on you. See, I don't lock my car at night. I don't steal things. I don't take inventory of everything that's in my house when I let people over. Because I'm not thinking people are going to steal from me or do things because I'm not stealing from other people and doing things to other people. Undoubtedly, Andy Stanley is racist. And because he's racist, he thinks that everybody else is racist. And he grew up around racist people. Now, I'm not saying Charles is racist, but somebody that he has a lot of people in his life. And here's the problem. I'm telling you right now. If you are a child of God, you cannot believe in uh, uh, critical race theory. If you're a child, true child of God, you cannot get wrapped up in any of this uh, Black Lives Matter crap. If you're true, why? Because you've been given mercy. That's, un, that's uh, unmerited grace, favor. You don't know what unmerited favor is? You are given something you don't deserve. So how can you be a victim? If you're a child of the risen king, if you're a co-heir to the kingdom of God, and you did nothing to earn it except accept what Jesus Christ did for you, you're not supposed to keep a record wrong. Read 1 Corinthians uh, uh, 13. Love keeps no record wrong. Love doesn't relish when other people struggle. BLM is the opposite of that. Yeah. So you got to realize, and here's the thing. This is how silly it's getting. Black climbers will climb Mount Everest to break down intentional lack of access for black people. You ready for this? What? Uh, You didn't know this. Yeah, Mount Everest is racist. You didn't know that? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's racist. A group of black mountain climbers are gearing up to to summit Mount Everest this year with a stated mission, ready for this, of exposing what they claim is the racism and colonial history embedded in mountaineering. Isn't that incredible? Well, that's the sort of blinkered, philistine, pig ignorance I've come to expect from you, (laughs) non-creative garbage. Right? Only one black American has ever reached the summit of Mount Everest, the tallest mountain in the world. But a group of nine highly experienced mountaineers could change that in May. They're going to change the narrative about black mountaineers. Because, you know, we sit around and have drinks all the time and talk about black mountaineers, right? And this is what this guy says. Here's a quote. I hear black people don't do that all the time when I talk about my climbing. One member of the team said, 28-year-old Rosemary Saul. That only perpetuates the stereotypes. It's important to change the narrative. See, they know what they're doing. It's all about the narrative. You got to realize what's going on is the devil is hardening our hearts. Biden is hardening our hearts. Right now, Biden is working to divide this country, trashing Trump on January 6th. They've got to make January 6th so terrible. There was one person killed on January 6th, one person, and that was an unarmed conservative woman, Ashley Babbitt. I don't care what you think or say. You may be pro-dem and hate Trump. That's all fair. But what I'm telling you is one person died, uh, was killed, I should say, was killed on January 6th of Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed conservative woman. Could you imagine if that was an unarmed progressive woman, what we'd be talking about today? Oh, yeah. Totally different story. If that was a Black Lives Matter march uh, and they did that, we wouldn't talk about it all. You see what I'm saying? They've got to pit you against. They are working to harden your heart, to have you hate conservatives, have you hate Republicans. You already, they already worked for four years to have you hate Trump. Why does this matter? Because I say this all the time, joking in class. You know the number one cause for divorce is marriage. That's a joke. Just wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Because people say, I do. But they mean I'll try. People say I do, but they mean I'll give it a test drive. 
And so I got this blog, this woman's blog, and I wish I don't have the her name. I'm so sorry. Um, but she's talking about infidelity. So she heard, learned about her father's own infidelity and her friends. So she said, quote, soon after I learned of my father's infidelity, I also was told by one of my best friends that she, too, had been cheated on by her husband. Both described similar circumstances leading up to the affairs. Both had felt needs that seemingly weren't being met, and both justified their actions based on their own spouse's shortcomings. Throughout the past year and a half, the two stories have played out side by side as both couples have had to choose how to respond to one another. And she goes on to say, one couple's marriage is ending today, and the other couple's marriage is thriving today. So her mom and dad got divorced. That's how it started the, the blog. Uh, and that other couple healed, and they reconciled. And now their marriage is better today than it's ever been. And then she asked the question, how can that be? What makes the difference? Both dealt the same circumstance, same problem, yet why the polar opposite outcomes? And then she goes on to say, and this is so critical, hardness of the heart is the root of all failed marriages. See, hardness of the heart is, is lacking genuine sorrow over sin. It's continuing to go back again and again into temptation, lies, and deceit. It's choosing to think of yourself as the most important person. It's choosing what's best for you and not the other. It's the small lies and the huge lies that you convince yourself are not a big deal. It's being unteachable. It's tearing down with words. It's comparing and contrasting your wrongs against the other and making the judgment that theirs is worth. It's responding with defensiveness, the need to always be in control, waiting for the others to say sorry first, demanding the others change first, thinking more of what you deserve instead of what you can give. Does any of this sound familiar? Because not only is hardness in the heart the number one cause for failure in marriage, it's what's going on in America today. Our hearts are being intentionally hardened, people, and you've got to have emotional intelligence. You've got to keep your heart pumping. That's why you need this radio show. That's why you should go to likeitmatters.net. You're being numbed down. You're being dumbed down. We're becoming sheeple. We're become taught how to hate people that think differently, that aren't like us. We've got to change this. We've got to scratch this CD. We've got to break this LP. We, we've got to pull on the 8-track because homie don't play that. And if we don't change something soon, the chain of causation is going to be a bitter, bitter lover. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. I said you're finished! Get out! You ever make a change and then think, why didn't I do this years ago? Well, that's how people feel about switching to MediShare for their health care, especially now with inflation the way it is. People are very happy with the savings. Most families save about $500 a month when they switch. It's a huge help when prices are going up so fast in so many other areas. And MediShare's customer satisfaction rate is double that of health insurance. It's just a different experience, and people really like that. MediShare is an alternative to health insurance. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it's been going strong for over 25 years. It really is the gold standard, the most trusted name in health care sharing. Find out why people love it. Find out why they rave about the customer service and find out how good it feels to save some money right now. They're super easy to talk to. Here's the number, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.